Welcome to the Weight Inclusive Innovators Podcast. My name's Hannah Turnbull. And I'm Morgan Sinclair. We're two non-diet dietitians, entrepreneurs, and Enneagram 7s here to talk shop about the business side of things. From managing a team of clinicians, to building a cohesive brand, to figuring out how the heck to pay yourself, we get deep down in it talking about what it actually takes to start, run, and grow your weight-inclusive business. The good and the messy. We know your degree didn't include any business classes, at least not any applicable to what you're doing now as an entrepreneur. This is why we are on a mission to bring business education to other weight-inclusive clinicians. Say sayonara to all the hours spent on Google and hello to information that is actually relevant. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, in this week's mini-sode, we're doing a speed round of the top 10 KPIs to track in your business. Morgan's going to fill us in, but first, a word from our sponsor. Hey, Weight Inclusive Innovators, Heather Kaplan here, founder of Weight Inclusive Nutrition and Dietetics, also known as WIND. WIND is a community for weight-inclusive providers, students, and interns. We're hosting our annual virtual spring conference, April 28th to 30th, and would love to see you there. Are you frustrated by the Academy's recently proposed guidelines for adult weight management? Looking for a space to connect with fellow weight-inclusive providers and get weight-inclusive continuing education? If that sounds like you, I'm right there with you. Our virtual spring symposium is open for registration, and you'll save $100 by registering before March 25th. Join us for three full days of continuing education, connection, and group discussions. Our featured topics for this WIND Spring Symposium include navigating your client's weight loss goals through a weight-inclusive lens, weight-inclusive interventions for PCOS, a research review on weight-inclusive care for clients post-bariatric surgery, and the connection between food insecurity and eating disorders, and a unique perspective on the food access pyramid and how you can implement that in your client care. Go to weightinclusivenutrition.teachable.com or email us weightinclusivenutrition at gmail.com for more information and how to register for the spring symposium happening April 28th through 30th. All right, Morgan, what's the deal with KPIs? KPIs, all the acronyms in business. So before I dive into KPIs, there are essentially two ways that you can track growth in your business. The first one is feelings-based, and this is qualitative data, feedback that you get from people, really just trusting that gut instinct of of how you're feeling about your business and and where it's moving. The second way to track growth is data-based, and this is our quantitative data. And this is what we're going to be talking about today with KPIs. So KPI stands for Key Performance Indicator, and this is data that you can track in your business, numbers, percentages, all the things like that. And so while Hannah and I are definitely both feelings-based gals and we are very good at trusting our gut instincts, we also have KPIs in our business that we track because having KPIs set up just make sure helps you make sure that you're moving the needle in your business in the right direction. Absolutely. And I know for me, (laughs) there is a part of me that likes a little bit of structure in black and white and very objective. And I find KPIs to be just that when you're collecting that quantitative data. So it's kind of like a nice break to my feelings and (laughs) like my woo woo. I'm like, Oh, there is objective stuff here. That's kind of nice. A different part of my brain. Absolutely. And so in today's speed round of the top 10 KPIs, we're going to be breaking them up between 
KPIs that you can track in a clinical-based business like your private practice, as well as KPIs that you can track on the business side of things. Really, it's like top five of each of these businesses. Hannah's going to do our clinical one, so I will pass the mic over to you. Awesome. For clinical KPIs, I think it's important to think about the client is the one providing the revenue to receive a service. And so a lot of what we're tracking around clinical KPIs is client behavior. So one of the first things, and I'll just kind of go in the order of how a client might experience your business is you start with a discovery call. So I like to track the number of discovery calls or inquiries that come through the practice in a month and also who the referral source is. I track these because I want to see like what our marketing needs to be, how many people are coming through, is it enough to fill up cl- clinicians caseloads that are on my team? Is it the kind of clients that our team wants to work with, which is eating disorder folks and intuitive eating, all that good stuff? And then we also want to know who referred. Was this random from Google where they're asking about what kind of fish they should eat? Or is it from an eating disorder therapist where it's a really good fit to have those clients work with us? The next thing is what percentage of those clients that reach out for care actually convert into a client? So that gives us information around what are barriers to people booking services, whether it's they're not ready yet, or they need a higher level of care, or they have insurance snafus, whatever it might be. The third thing I like to track is the number of sessions attended by clients. So if there's a client who had one session and then fell off, I want to know what that was about. Either, again, if they weren't a good fit, if we weren't a good fit for them, or if they had an insurance issue. I would say it's hard to track what a quote-unquote healthy average is for client sessions in the eating disorder space because we see our clients for long-term But basically, we just want to make sure that clients are satisfied with the care they're receiving, that they're getting better or different accommodations are being made, and also that they're getting regularly scheduled and they're hitting their flow because that's important for treatment is to have that consistency as well. The fourth one is what is the kind of pie chart for the different kind of payer sources? So at my practice, we do insurance. We do sliding scale for folks who are underinsured or on Medicaid because Medicaid will not contract with us. Anybody has contacts for Colorado and Medicaid, let me know. Um, And then also private pay. And we want to keep these balanced because we make our sliding scale very, very reduced because we want people to access us even if they don't have insurance or can't afford our full rate. And at the same time, if we had a full caseload of sliding scale folks, that wouldn't even pay my team. And so I have to keep a pulse on that to make sure that it's balanced and also do that in an ethical way where all kinds of folks can come and be treated at our practice. And the fifth one, which will not come as a surprise to you as a business owner is I look at monthly revenue, expenses, and profit, which I think is just a classic KPI everybody should track in business. Absolutely. Uh, Those are all really great ones. Gonna ditto the revenue piece as well. I will not include it in my uh, five that I have, but yeah, just general business tracking that revenue just to make sure that it's a positive growth overall, unless you have something otherwise planned and have some profit to fall back on for XYZ reasons. But yeah, revenue growth is definitely great. Thank you so much for sharing those. 
Thanks for listening. Tell us about business KPIs. Yeah. So on the business side of things there, I usually focus more on marketing and how different marketing efforts play into growth in the business. And so the first one I'm going to talk about is Mm -hmm. customer acquisition costs. And this is just making sure and keeping track on the costs uh, within your business that it takes to bring people into your business. And so looking at spending money on marketing, spending money on website, any office space or co-working space, and just making sure that you're able to bring in more money than you are spending. And, and specifically what the cost is to bring a customer into your business as a paying client. The second one is lead conversion rate. This is very similar to what Hannah mentioned, percent conversion from discovery call to clients. This is the same when it comes to business things as well. I know with you and your coaching, with me and design work and coaching, all of the services that we offer, this can be like supervision, things that you're doing that are not directly one-on-one clinical work, keeping track of how many of your discovery calls are converting to paying clients. And I'm going to put a little caveat in here too, because this is something that my business coach told me whenever I was working with the business coach, I had a 90% conversion rate. So out of every 10 calls, I had about nine people hiring me and she goes, Morgan, your prices are too low. If you have the 90% conversion rate, you need to increase your prices. There's other factors that go into that, but I did increase my prices. I would say my conversion rate's probably closer to 30 to 40% right now. And that feels pretty good. The third KPI that I like to track and tell other people to track is the number of unique visitors on your website. And I'm going to pair with that to the number of click-throughs on your website and like which buttons they're actually clicking. This will give you some insight into how many people are visiting your website, which you can also use that data to be like, okay, X number of people are visiting my website, but only X percentage are actually clicking through to like book a session with me. That's really important and really good data to have on how to best structure and streamline your website and if you need to make changes to that. The fourth thing that I track, and these are going to be more specific, the fourth and fifth are more specific to marketing strategies that you may not be using. But if you are, if you're using email marketing, looking at the percent open rate, overall percent open rate, not specific to industry, a good, I don't know if it's a good average, but the average is 10 to 15%. So if you have anything higher than that, you're probably on the right track. Within percent open rate, you can also look at click-through rates. So if you have buttons or links and just figuring out what people are clicking on. And then the fifth KPI related to business is looking at your Instagram insights. So if you are on Instagram, make sure you have your business account set up that way. Because if you do, you can track a lot of different data. You can look at percent division split between gender. You can look at location. You can look at ages. You can look at the total growth of followers, how many people followed you versus unfollowed you. There's so much good data based on specific timeframes that you can look at as well. That was an awesome list. I, you have my, my wheels spinning in my head. Um, the reason why we want people to know about KPIs and track KPIs, again, it gives us information about Are we reaching the people we want to reach? Are the people getting our services that need us? How do we increase that? And also how that carries over into our revenue and sustaining the business. And I mean, we can even use the podcast as an example, right? 
we are tracking like how many unique visitors we have, how many listeners we have. And we use that data, those KPIs to pitch to sponsors to support our work. Absolutely. And I think it's important to recognize or to keep in mind with KPIs that this isn't like a pass-fail situation. It truly is just being able to look at data trends to figure out if there's an opportunity to make a piece of your business better. I like to think of this when looking at kind of the customer experience journey. So how going from the moment they hear about you all the way up until you're done working with them, you're going to have several touch points along the way. And so being able to track this data is allowing you to put systems in place or change the wording on certain things or really understand the audience that you're going to be talking to in order to turn them into paying customers or be so clear that you are not the right fit for them that they will not reach out to you. That would help with discovery calls as well. Like if you're getting all sorts of people, you know, maybe you have a lot of people reaching out to you for like weight loss consultations and it maybe now somewhere on your website, you need to put like, do not treat weight loss or make it very clear that that's not a service that you offer. And that can help increase your conversion of discovery calls to clients because they're already going to have a really clear understanding of what you do. Just as an example. Absolutely. It's, I mean, at the root of it too, is it's about staying innovative and on top of the market and getting that direct feedback in real time. I know for me, when I first learned about KPIs, I was like, oh, fuck, like I should have been tracking this a long time ago or like a sense of urgency to get it going. It can be helpful to make that a quarterly goal of, let me just figure out what KPIs I want to track and let me just get data retroactively from the last month or from this quarter, if that's helpful to have a starting point. But Don't let KPIs intimidate you. They're really important for business and they give you a lot of really great information. They absolutely do. So we hope you enjoyed this mini-sode speed round on the top 10 KPIs to track in your business. Thank you so much for listening to the Weight Inclusive Innovators podcast. If you like what you hear, go ahead and subscribe to the pod on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Please leave us a rating and review and share this with your business bestie and check out our website at weightinclusiveinnovators.com. We'll see you next week. Bye.